0: Welcome to another edition of Cracking the Code. My name is Ryan Skinner, and today I'm here with a very special guest, Trish Kendall. Trish, welcome. Hi, Ryan. The funny part is I don't usually say special guest. I'll introduce everybody, I try to be unique, but um, what I think was so special is A lot of people don't understand this. A lot of people do. And chances are, if you're watching this, you do. uh, The the idea of energy and people, the law of attraction, certain people come into your life and there's like a natural pull. And, and, you know, my friends that don't understand it, they're like, you mean attractive, like, looks-wise? I'm like, you're missing the boat here. There's certain things with energy in this world where people, places, things, you can attract. I sit down on a flight to go to North Carolina, I believe on business, or maybe it was somewhere else, but it was a business trip, maybe it was in Vegas, I don't remember. And I sit next to this girl and I'm just not talking and she's got this positive energy and I'm talking away and I'm afraid of flying, mind you. Which I didn't know, Yeah, I didn't realize you told me that. Yeah, I was horrified. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sitting there like this, trying, hey, how you doing? Like. And I just started asking and one thing led to another. And Now I've always, over the last couple of years especially, I I coach guys at a prison, I help them rebuild their lives. I have my hands in a few things like that. Being in recovery, I sponsor guys, I mentor guys. And I've always wanted to get into coaching, motivational speaking. And I've spoken at high schools and colleges, but in certain little business things. But nothing really at the point where they're flying me to a private island or anything to speak. And we're talking. And sure enough, this girl's living
1: my dream. So I'll tell you, where were you going with that place? Uh, we was to an I island. was uh, going to the Cayman Islands. I was delivering yeah. the keynote speech for a big fundraiser out there.
0: How cool is that?
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. I, I mean, it's, amazing, beautiful. But mostly what was amazing is I was going early because it's Always important to me that I immerse myself in the organization that I'm speaking for. So I was meeting the executive director and That's the totally boards right and the staff yes. and the volunteers, and because I want to know and feel what they're doing, what they're about. So, so had I not gone early, I wouldn't have met you.
0: Everything happens the way it's supposed to. <laughs> I really believe that, too. And and I think I remember you telling me that. And I remember thinking, wow, this is somebody who a lot of people fly in, bang out the speech, they go on. I'm like here's somebody who wants to know where they are, where they're at, so they can add value. So I, you know right away, I had no problem saying, "Wow, like that's unbelievable!" And I was like blown away. So I'm asking a hundred questions, and um, and you were nice enough to answer. You are probably dying to go to sleep, but you answered. Oh like no, we cool. we
1: were we were well, on I it. We were them. going I, the whole I knew time. I
0: thought like I was. She's probably like a hostage situation. <laughs> like get this plane down. That being said, I you know it was just amazing, and I learned so much. And then we we you know you gave me your card and. I wanted to reach out because I had questions, and I wanted to get into that, and I was going to try to get into more coaching, get paid for it, and some speaking. To be honest with you, I felt like for so long I had nothing to offer that I, I didn't want to call and ask, hey, can you guys, and I know you would have, looking back, I should, it was such a mistake. But, you know, I had nothing to say, hey, you know, I, I could do this if you don't want to help me with this, because I just felt weird asking, you know, I'm, I'm good about helping people, I'll do anything for anyone.
1: Oh, we're going to pick that. Back up later, I yeah, hope.
0: because I'm bad at asking for help. And that was one of my, that's why I struggled with drugs and alcohol as long as I did. I didn't ask, hey, please help me. And what was so cool was I'm talking to a couple of guys in the keynote speakers that do stuff like the level you're at. And one guy's like, you know, right?" and he speaks for the Jordan brand. Actually, George Mumford, he was a guest a little while ago. Yeah, I watched and, it. Yeah, it was awesome. awesome.
1: You guys story. were rocking.
0: I love George. And George and I were talking. He's like, you know, there aren't many women speakers. And, and you know, they try to get women, but they don't really. And I was Boom, it hit me. It was like a bomb went off my head. I went, I have such OCD. My my office is a mess, but I can tell you where everything is. So I go in my draw, third thing down, all the way to the back left, and there is your card with ruffled corners. I reach out because I knew that you could help them. Like I wasn't doing it necessarily just to help you. I knew you had a value and an energy mm-hmm. that they needed. And I really be- I care about George. You know, he's you know, he's a big speaker. He's also a really good friend. And, I, you know, I laughs. He said, would you
1: pay to have him on your podcast? I'm like,
0: hell of a pain. I mean, he's like family, you know? But yeah, you mind? I'm not even giving him gas money.
1: Well, Uh, how about this? Here's what I love. One of the things that I love about you, so many. You called me on a Sunday. I was in the car with Lily. I didn't know who it was. Like, I see this phone number come up because I didn't have you programmed uh, And I was like, yeah, well, it's a Sunday. I'm just going to answer the phone. And I knew who you were immediately when you said Ryan Skinner, and you started to see, I met you, I was like, I know exactly yeah. who you are. So how often do people actually pick up the phone anymore and just try to call and connect with somebody personally? No, right? It's text messages, emails. Like and, that, and then we were booked, yeah. we saw each other. That's we're here awesome. now,
0: it's so cool. movers and shakers. So cool. It really is, and it's the best thing is, I was so excited because I knew one, I, I, by the end of that flight, I knew I was like, this girl's solid. And I don't mean sick girl, but you know, I, I hate woman, I think it sounds so old. So I'm like, this gal solid. And, and to be able to help introduce like for George and then my buddy, you know, uh, Marcus, Marcus, Aldi, yeah. he's a pro football player. He has a great podcast, Getting Authentic. He's a mentor to me and a friend. And again, I said, you know, Marcus, you gotta meet this girl. And and soon enough, you know, we talked, you guys yeah. talked, and he was like, this is great. I ever on my podcast, I have this. I, and now this it's just spider webs. And it's funny, a lot of people look at business about networking. Networks networking is for weasels. <laughs> it is. Like the those groups, those little things where you're handing out business cards. What matters to me is when good people can have good people to help people. Yeah. You know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda pick into you now and I'm not gonna ask too many personal questions. That was right. my next yeah. line. <laughs> I'm absolutely gonna ask all personal questions. So What makes people unique and special usually, what this whole podcast is about, it's not about people who grew up, white picket fence, two parents, dog, cat, 2.5 kids, prep school, blah, blah, blah. No, this is for people that said, hey, maybe I've had some success in life, maybe I haven't. But at one point in my life, I was in hell and I came back. Here are the traits that that I developed and cultivated to build my character so I could come back. Give us a little backstory. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, so uh, maybe if I start with The uh, pit that I had gotten to, so this is what we were talking about on the plane, is my story is really about going from the pit of despair to what I consider the peak of success, which we'll pick up later, because you said something that made me think about it. Uh, The pit for me was 20 years old, uh, alone, nothing, no hope, no love, no friends, no family, no school, crystal meth addict, needles in my arm, moments away from intentionally killing myself because I had nothing. And a moment, just a moment, gave me the opportunity to actually change my life, save my life and change my life. And you know what, what led me to this incredibly difficult, almost life-ending crystal meth addict It's different than your story, different than George's story, you know, different than the other stories. It was a a childhood of incredible um, childhood abuse, sexual abuse by my father, poverty, mental illness with my mom. You know, all those things led to this terrible pit and this terrible day, but I'm here. I'm here. And it's, it's crazy, actually. It's just crazy.
0: I don't think it's as crazy as you think. I think God worked through you. I think you went through... I loved your story. You know why? Not that you went through a pain. I, I wish I could take that away from you. However, what you can do to help other women and empower women, because so many people don't know how to... Guys, there's a lot of support out there. There's a lot of role models. There aren't many women. And, there aren't, and the ones that have gone through what you went through almost feel this guilt of shame. So they oh, don't share it. Oh,
1: for sure. For sure. And... So you and I talk about resilience, we talk about recovery, and, and, and one of the things that's really important, an important message that I like to get out is, for me, there is recovery around uh, drug addiction, for sure. I had to recover from, from being addicted to drugs. But my recovery required so much more than that. It that. was recovering from the inability to love and the inability to receive love. That was my recovery journey. And and the fact that I made the choices along the way to finally get to a place where I embrace the love that you yeah. want to give me, yeah. and I want to give you all my love back, yeah. that, That's powerful. that is my success.
0: That's powerful because... I don't I don't know. I don't know many people who can come up back for you. I believe God uses it. And again, when I say God, I mean spirit of the universe. It's some sort of energy. I don't know what to tell you, but it's pure love. And when I tap into that and I'm acting, out of a place of love. And I before clients come in, I say, God, yeah. please allow me to be a service of these clients while growing our business. I want to grow our business, but I want to make sure I do that. my 20s, it was, hey, God, let's make some money. You know, it was. it was.
1: It was like I wanted to
0: drive a fast car, I want to have fast girls, I wanted this
1: and that. I still want to take a picture of your car for seeing I me. Mean. Well, absolutely.
0: So yeah. you can take it for a weekend. I i, mean, I she, her son loves Ferraris. I said, they "Have the have the guy for a weekend." My eleven-year-old
1: son, he'll be like, "Wait, that's what you do for work, mom? Yeah, You're so cool!" With
0: <laughs> Listen, at eleven, we don't get to be cool much. So enjoy that. No, exactly. Right. You, right. Keep my, going. My eleven-year-old, she, uh, the only time she I'm cool is when she wants to ride to school and that thing, of and course, and, or wants right. to go shopping. So I kind of lost track of where it was. But
1: because because even today, when you think about serving your clients and doing right by yeah. your client also means doing right by your own business too absolutely. and just tapping into whatever the higher level god spirit mindfulness whatever it is that drives somebody to make those more anchored centered decisions absolutely yeah.
0: and, and they're centered around positive energy or however however particularly. i'm not great with words but i will tell you there's something out there i would say it's of my misunderstanding and when i tap into it I'm on fire, and you know I started getting back to my old routine. So I get up in the morning, I work out. First thing I do is pray. I roll out of bed, pray on my knees. It has to be quick though, because I usually have to go to the bathroom. Then I go, <laughs> then I go work out downstairs in my little gym. Then I go up, I light a candle, and I meditate for five to ten wow. minutes, and then I do some journaling. I, I always write a letter to God. That's my way of getting out some more prayer without having to figure it all out. When I do that, I'm in a place where I'm going through obviously a big transition in my life, as you <laughs> know, and um, it's painful because I'm just, I fear. But when I'm like this, I don't have to have fear because I know that energy out there. I know the best is yet to come. I know there's something good around the corner. And I will tell you, like when I talk to you, or even when I see you text me, I'm like, this person is just, you're always, on fire. I swear to God, like Marie that works for me, I always say she must sleep upside down, like a bat with <laughs> making and always doing something positive. I can't imagine, um, you have just great energy about you. And I think, I don't know, are you doing coaching?
1: Do you coach women, like one-on-one? Well, yeah, men, women, okay, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I, think, I, I do I do a lot of group coaching, team-oriented coaching around personal and team development. And sometimes that ends up manifesting yeah. itself into one-on-one coaching, but you know, a, a group-based atmosphere seems to work really well because it, how about this? I think we all need to create opportunities or seize opportunities to exchange the experiences that make us who we are. Okay. And that is how we start to create community and belonging. That's how we start to meet people yeah. and grow as individuals and as a community. So I, I really enjoy that group-based approach that where people sense. can share with each other, learn from each other, inspire each other.
0: I think, you know, I didn't realize, I always thought the one-on-one would be better. Um, but when I when you just said that something hit me, I'm in a 12-step program, mm-hmm. okay? Because that's how I got to recovery. And it's about the community, about sharing, and growing off each other, so you just nailed it. I think uh, that made me understand better. I will tell you my opinion, anybody who works with you, the group is a must. And if they can afford it and they can make the time, one on one with it. I mean, I keep I would imagine that if they're in a group of seven and then they get you one hour yeah. a week on top of it, and then they get to apply it in front of you. I just look at what you overcome and your way of just calmly saying rational you know, when you talk about things, you're not talking about, hey, I was here and I went here because that's not relatable. You're like, hey, I was here and I did this, got here, and got, and I love when your business card it says something that I believe wholeheartedly. Choose and become, you know? I pay attention. I'm telling you, I can barely I remember my way home at night, but I remember certain things. Yeah, I remember Joe's name, like yeah. her husband, and yeah. um, because, like you said, something about him that really made me realize, wow, like there are a lot of good people out there. There are couples that have
1: healthy, happy relationships. <laughs> um, it's nice to hear. Well, and let me tell you something. He is a saint.
0: Uh, oh, you said so, that, yeah.
1: So even if we go back to what I said about my journey to recovery and, and really being anchored around my. Inability to give love or all of my love, and the inability to receive all of the love back. Like I withhold, I protected myself, you know. And and Ryan, to your point on on my journey from the pit to the peak, I did go through w- what now I kind of encapsulate as five critical choices. I made five critical choices that got me from there what to was the first here. One? So the first one is a first choice. I picked up the phone when my sister called. So the moment that I was going to plunge the final needle into my vein with the rest of the crystal meth to kill myself, my phone rang. And back then it was like those old caller ID boxes. And I saw on the caller ID box, area code 254. Okay. Colleen, Texas. It was my big sister, Maria and I chose to pick up the phone. So the first choice for me was actually making a choice. I'm so glad you did, because
0: about two months ago, my friend um, committed suicide the same way, and um, oh. my buddy, Joel. And I'm so glad you did it, because look at where you are today. Look at the impact you have on people. Look at your beautiful kids that you, you're raising and bringing into this world. Um, man, what a, talk Joe's about pebble in a Childhood.
1: Opponent. Joe's childhood best friend, the same thing occurred a number of years ago. And it's 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 heartbreaking, and and I and I reflect and I think about first off my sister. Th- so there was a time that my sister and I have reflected on that, and I've said, "You know, Maria, how did you know to call me like right then, right there, in that moment, April twenty second, nineteen ninety four? I remember the day. Wow! And that's crazy. She ended up saying to me, "Oh, my little sister, I never stopped calling you." You just finally chose to answer, so I believe it takes the person choosing to continue to show up. But then it took me to finally choose to take it. That's cool. You you know, so
0: yeah, I do. I know exactly what you said. Yeah, but these are God moments or energy moments. Whatever. There's no quince. There's a book I once read. Okay. And uh, what was this book called? Um, Squire Rushnell divine alignment. It talks about how God aligned people in certain places in our life. And if you look back, I mean, what's his name Steve Jobs said uh, when he gave his commencement speech to Stanford? Yeah, he said, looking back, it's easy to connect the dots. And Squire Russell's book talks about that it also talks about how to hear the beacons when you're supposed to be guided. You heard that because oh. there's no question that that's how you answer it wasn't a coincidence. N-
1: no question. So cool. No question that that my sister played the key role. I mean, she is the hero to my story. She is the hero <laughs> of my story. We all have somebody. Yes, completely. And then finally, like through the journey and through the choices. So make a first choice. So what was the second choice? The second one was to commit to a two-way agreement. My sister and her husband at that time had two young children. They lived in Texas. I was in Tacoma, Washington, and they chose to bring me. A, I was a meth addict. I was um within a gang, I had a tattoo on my shoulder of a gang member who had been in prison for murder. I was a mess. It was, I was- I've been there, I can't judge. Right, right? Like we were talking about earlier about your family opening up their homes for your birthday. So we'll go back there in a minute. So my sister and David uh, brought me into their home, but it was conditional. So I had to enter into a two-way agreement with them. It was a near contractual agreement. So that was the second choice. And from that choice, I learned the power of committing yeah. to an agreement, yeah. right? We, we enter 2 agreements all the time.
0: Yeah, it's the difference between decision and but, a commitment, you know?
1: Right, like with our clients, we have agreements. With our Absolutely. employer, we have agreements. With spouses, we have agreements. With friends, we have agreements. And yeah. I learned through my sister and David the power of committing. So it that David's not
0: special, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, That's totally. Cool. That's cool. Um, the third choice I made was to build trust. Build trust in myself and inspire the trust of others. I mean,
0: that's high, after me. what you went through. There after is what no you went trust. Through, I have trust with anybody. I mean, I'll tell you, that's amazing. I mean, that is something that must have taken a lot of work and a leap of faith, maybe.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, and I mean, when I was with my sister and her husband, I trusted them, and, and, and they gave me boundaries and, and safety and security. But what I didn't know is if I could trust myself outside of that. Okay. And I didn't know if, right any, if anybody else could there. trust me. Yeah, know? And so like I had to go on that journey. I had to go on that journey to figure out how to trust myself mm-hmm. and, and what I needed to do. And, you know, then I learned, well, whatever. If you do the little things, great, great things can happen.
0: That's, well, you right? just nailed it. I, I, gotta, I believe now, I didn't realize this till a couple of years ago. I mean, I always did it that way. The little things, you can't just move them on But I never realized about singles and doubles, little chipping away, chipping it's away. Because people would tell me, "You know, Ryan, you eat an elephant one bite at a time." I'm like, I don't eat an elephant. What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? Like, who eats elephants? But now I get it. It's um, I heard it at one of the conferences I went f- through for work, and and um, something I've heard it a thousand times, but this time it clicked. If you do hundred things, a hundred one percent better. We started doing that this year, and I will tell you, um, I get emotional because over the years I've had decent people work for me. I've had, eh, I've had ups and downs. I have the perfect team around me right now, and I can tell you it's not perfect just about me making money and business is grown, but it's they care so much about these clients, they give so much of a damn about everybody who walks in the door that if a client's coming in at eight, Marie's older, I won't say her age, but she's older. She'll stay as late as they come in. She yeah. goes, I want to be here when they come in. I want this. I'm going through a tough time, as you know, in my life. And they are so loving to me and protective. Um, after I take my daughter, sometimes I take her for horse therapy because we're autism. And I always bring her in here for an hour so she can tight. And they're so good. I am just so blessed. And all we're doing is they 1% better. And they're doing it mostly. I'm doing very little.
1: Yeah, but, uh, but you lead the way. You lead by example. They see that. And you acknowledge it. And, I do, I do appreciate and that it. And then if you it. think about like all these little things, they build <coughs> up, they build up. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you're like, holy cow, change has happened. Oh yeah. Exactly. And then connect the dots. Yeah. Like how it's did easy that happen? So speaking of
0: appreciating them, you want yeah. a funny story? Today I, I'm closing the office from 11 to four. I have two clients at the end of the day. They don't have to stay because I told them you can cut out now after we go. I'm taking them surprise. I got a little bus picking us up. We're going to this place called Happy Feet where they massage your feet, Stop your back, it. your head. They don't know you. They have no idea. This place, I went to eight years ago on a date and then every date I ever went on, my first date was there. And, uh, because it was great it was so relaxing and this and, and Joe, i was trying to get something self, to, oh, my 50th incredible. birthday's it's coming incredible. up i'm telling you it is unbelievable and i can't wait i saw them all coming in comfortable clothes today i just wanted to do something for them so the attorney mm-hmm. jerry's in his 60s he's kind of a um guy's guy you know i didn't think he'd have any interest and i was telling him i'm like you want to go he's like i'd love to go so there's seven of us going and we get a love of foot massages, just digging into reflexology and because um, I wanted them to see how much I appreciate it. Mean, I give them checks and bonuses, but sometimes you need something. And this is a bonding thing. We're all, hey, you get massaged together. I mean, it doesn't get much more personal. No, no, it doesn't. Well, how <laughs> about this? Wait, no, keep going. Oh, no, I was just gonna ask you the fourth choice, but you can go. No.
1: Can I say one more thing yeah, about this one? So, what? first off, you just rock and your team rocks and you're just awesome. They do, so, I, so building trust, do the little things, great, great things happen. In our professional world, we have to build trust with our clients all the time. And with our teams. And I think creating an environment of professional intimacy helps to build that trust. And you're like creating this environment of professional intimacy. It's not just all about work.
0: No, it's family. Yeah,
1: yeah this is family. you know about it's Marie, like you know about Angela, <laughs> you know, you were telling me about John, like yeah. all, all of the things. And then just this even little gift that you're giving them today, you know, is outside of the box. It's gonna yeah. give you guys an opportunity to share together, you know, yeah. and share something outside of It'll work. It'll be fun, you know? And that I think builds trust. I it builds so. trust well, amongst yeah, the
0: team. We have, um... We have a really special relationship here, and uh, I build it like a family. And I told people, when you come work here, it's a family business. You don't get vacation time, you take whatever you need. You need five weeks to take it, six weeks to take it, but when you're here, be present. Uh, but I'm not gonna babysit you, so you get two weeks. I'm sick time, you're sick, stay out. You know, one time, um, Marie had a relative that died and she put in bereavement paperwork and I ripped it up. I was so mad. I said, don't insult me. Take what you want for time. Don't insult yeah. me with this crap. Don't, yeah. This professional crap doesn't fly. here.
1: All right. Uh, this so, is going to lead me to the fourth. Okay, cool. Because uh, you're leading us right there. So the fourth, decision, the, <laughs> the fourth choice, critical choice, there were a lot of choices along the way, but the fourth critical choice was to create community and belonging. So just to give a little bit here you know I, I flippantly say oh I was abused oh mental health you know I, I don't yeah. I don't mean to um not give that the Minimize attention it. Yeah, th- th- that it deserves uh but I really like to focus on the journey up absolutely
0: the positive because the negative if you focus too hard you're uh, Right,
1: and we all but though but one of the things that, that I will highlight is my my dad forced us. So I was sexually abused for seven years, from the time I was seven until I was thirteen or fourteen. I'm so sorry and, that happened, to you. Thank you. And my sister, and my older sister, it was happening to her, and she thought she was protecting me by not saying anything. Yeah. And, and you know, it was it was one of those textbook things that's usually happening to both. But the other thing he did is he forced the family to flee from town to town, school to school. So I went to 12 different schools before I- Why
0: is it? Do you mind me
1: asking? Because he didn't, at the time I thought, because we were very poor, and at the time I thought, well, he needs to take this job with this frozen food company, or, or this job at this meat market, or this job at this fruit market, or a truck driver. But as an adult, I, I, I know his sinister strategy was to flee before community formed. So he did not want my mom, me, my sister, and even my brother to really love anyone enough to be to tell to them what's up. going on, yeah. or for anybody to like love us enough to ask.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did it was just you and your old sister or the other ones?
1: Just me and my and sister. Did your mom
0: know or did she find she out? She did
1: not find out until I was thirteen. Then did she? Yeah, and then she left my dad and and, you know, and, and that was important that physically I was yeah. away from my dad. But as you can imagine, like damage done. Of course. Like, damage done.
0: I mean, I can't, you know, it's, it's so hard for me as somebody who's grown to like have a connection with you to hear that. It makes me want to, honestly, it makes me want to go stab him. Right? It's probably not appropriate. <laughs> right, but that's weird. I'm Like when I yeah. hear somebody like that, like, um, you're just such a nice person. He helps me people. Maybe that was necessary part of your journey. I don't know. And, you know well,
1: so that's always interesting, you know, right? Because... I would not change anything about my life today. I, we probably we probably talked about this on the plane. I believe I'm the most successful person that I know. But I'm not a millionaire. Yeah, I, I, I don't that. have. I, right, but I don't own a big tech company. I'm not a celebrity. I need to write a book. Like this has got to yeah, happen. I okay, I got. <laughs> I <laughs> got to make that happen. But. But I believe I'm the most successful. I feel it because I have all the love I possibly and and love begets love. The more yeah. I love, the more I give it, the more I get it. Absolutely. The, the more I want it, the more it's there. And I may love the verb, you, you know, like the giving and receiving of the action of it. I went on a tangent. But no, hang that was, on. This was good. This is <laughs> very good. So the fact that my dad destroyed community before it ever formed meant I didn't know what belo- I yeah, belonged I never belonged I never belonged so although through the f- first three choices that I made I I recovered I, I I had a chance to change I became independent I was financially independent I was emotionally independent I didn't need anybody and then I was 30 years old and I looked around and I was like oh crap like I'm Friendly with everyone, I was friends with no one.
0: Surface friendly, I call it. That's what I am. Surface friendly.
1: Yeah, Yeah, like I had no uh, community. I had no sense of belonging. I agree. And I had, I had to create that. It was a choice to create it.
0: I'm trying to recreate that in my life right now. Yes. Now you
1: have your community here at work, but.
0: I used to have like a very close community with AA folks, mm-hmm. or I would have a close community with this. And I used to go to eat, like for example, I used to go eat at the sushi, get sushi at the bar at lunch or dinner all the time, or I would go to the gym. And the other day it was my first time in a real gym in five years. I worked out in my basement because of COVID, then I stuck there because I had the gym there. And the going, I went out and made myself go for sushi the other night alone and eat there at the bar. And, it's it's so weird. I'm trying to learn to do things, and because I don't want to like I mean, it was, my life got real lonely. My world got real small. Because like you said, sometimes um things, you know, certain situations don't want you to have community because yes. community will wake you up and say, hey, what's what's up. So mm-hmm. now I'm building that out again and I have a sense of fulfillment. It's hard and I'm very nervous. It's funny, I used to be able to walk into any restaurant, sit in the bar and own the joint. Now I'm like, oh gosh, you know And But I'm getting more comfortable and I, you kneel with the community. And that's something I might start calling you on more often and say, hey, help me here. I'm, I will. I need to go here, I'm having anxiety because totally it's, it's a scary thing.
1: It's a scary thing and, and c- creating community and belonging requires reciprocal action. Absolutely. Right? It's not an intellectual concept. It requires action. It requires action on your part to want to belong and create it. And it requires action on my part to help create it yeah. for you and I it together for cute. creating Game our community. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that takes work and it's vulnerable and it's hard it and it's scary and, it's very... and you're going to be rejected in all of the things.
0: Yeah. I say to people like um, a friend of mine is getting a divorce right now. And he's like, right? I'll never do it. You know, I guess not dating again. And I said, whoa. I said, here's the advice I'll give you. This is how I live in my world. Date your daughter, like I date my daughters. You know, I'm taking my my oldest one to go ride a horse on Monday. I'll take the other one. Um, and him and his ex have like they're fighting a lot. I believe that you could get through things with a mutual respect. You know, and um, I think sometimes people associate mutual respect with fineness but it's not the case. Like, I mean, there are different financial situations, but you can treat each other with kindness and respect.
1: Yeah.
0: That being said, you know, you touched on something. I think it's so important because there's a reason you have the loving life and the success. And I do believe you're one of the, I don't know what what rich. I never know how to gauge rich, but I know how to gauge success. And you're one of the most successful people I know because he has a scorecard. Good marriage. Doesn't mean it's perfect. Always probably, but it's good. Great kids giving your best to your kids and your time, you know, have a home, have a business, have routine, work out to curious yourself, set a good example for your kids. Um, you know, I know you go to church on Sunday, it doesn't have to be church, I'm just saying something like- Community. community. Yeah, community. Community, G- I fell giving off, to I had gone to church a long time and I get to get back to it. My best friend, one of my best friends is a priest. So, uh, you know, all these things, you know, a couple of years ago, I remember pulling into the driveway in a really nice car, looking at my beautiful house. You know, it's not a mansion, but it's nice thinking, jeez, I'm in a nice car, I got a house, I don't have a mortgage, I, uh, I got a family inside, I my little daughter that melts my heart. And uh, what, now what? Like this isn't it, I, I am, I'm miserable, I can't believe this is my life. And this is all I have, and because I realized that stuff doesn't matter. You know what matters? Like when I tuck my daughter and I sing that, You Are My Sunshine song, oh. but I have another version, it goes, You are my Dylan, my only Dylan. You stole my hat like you were a villain. And so she'll say, Daddy, steal, I steal your hat. Saying makes me melt, and then that is my world. This little autistic child has taught me more about life. Um, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. So I've learned it was something you learned much earlier than me. For a long time, I was chasing a ghost because there was nothing there what I was chasing. First, it was material things. Then I wasn't chasing material things, but I wanted to make sure I always be okay at that economic fair. For and, sure. And then it was just like I was lost. You know, when you go through a phase and certain things in your life are kind of getting, going down the drain and other things are going well, and you're kind of in that limbo phase. And that's why it's so important to make choices, because when you don't make a choice, I was in a phase with a certain aspect of my life that I didn't make a choice for years. And so I was pulled between what I knew I should do, what I thought I wanted to do, what might be best. Um, and whether it's business, personal, whatever, you know, community, you have to make choices because when you don't make choices, you are stuck. Right? right. And stuck is not good.
1: And how, so let's just uh, I'll get off it with choices with just this one thing. How many times I hear, and I hear myself say it. So this is not just about everybody around me. Oh, I don't have time. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I ran out of time. Oh, I don't have time. Really?
0: You you ever see uh, a a speech given by Arnold Schwarzenegger? He said, I come here and I want to be a movie star. So he says, you know, I would work eight hours in construction. I would work four hours doing something. Oh, I would go to acting class, four hours of speech class. I'd work out three hours, blah, blah, blah. And I would sleep six hours. And he said, some people tell me I, they need more sleep. And I tell them, sleep faster. <laughs> <laughs> and the great. one that you brought up really, I didn't, I didn't, I was supposed to say it, but I didn't say it, I wanted to say it. You know, um, Sir Isaac knew Yeah. At the law of attraction, every action has an equal reaction. The reason your life is, the reason my life, the last two months, I mean, Gary, you must have seen this, Gary, our producer, the last two months, my life has been on fire. You know why? Because of giving. All myself and I'm happy even when I'm in pain I'm getting some pain right now like one aspect of my life feels like I'm you know drinking uh, chewing glass drinking battery acid you know but I'm smiling through it and to be honest with you when I ask God to relieve me of the stress I'm all right you know I get a pretty good life and it's nothing nothing on the outside changed it's how I'm handling it. so what would you say the, f- the
1: fifth thing is so the fifth choice in fact is the choice where I actually achieved enduring success. So we talk about success and my journey to success. I also believe in enduring, lasting, non-transitory success.
0: Not a flash of the pan.
1: Exactly, and so the fifth critical choice was to finally embrace my boundless capacity to give love and to receive love. And I've sprinkled it and we've talked about it all throughout because I can't talk about any of the other choices without bringing it up or my childhood without bringing it up. But through my journey, I did find love again. I loved my sister. I That's loved cool. uh, the marathon girls. That's how I created my community. Oh yeah, you read, how many marathons? Have you run? well. Two and a half. <laughs> well, still, that's two and a half more than me. You're like the only, like, well, what are your
0: parents, a Puma or a Cheetah? I mean, oh, who runs oh, marathons? I, I,
1: but, but, but now I'm happy to eke out three miles around my neighborhood, and then I'm super happy about I that. I can't do three miles. But, the, but <laughs> the marathon training is where I met and formed my first community. So, so well, that was like think- a big thing.
0: When when you guys, when people come together from pain, that's where you get strong. I'll tell you right now, I thank God for all my adversity and all my pain I had. I don't want too much more. But that's where I grew. That's where I got stronger. And that's where I formed the bonds because you're in the trenches with people.
1: Yeah. And I chose to share with these women more of me. The, the real authentic me, not the the yeah, not, the, not the Trish Trout. I was Trish Trout at the time, the, the Trish Trout that you know I only cared and wanted to be professionally successful. That because yeah. let me tell you, there was decades where all I cared about is being number one on the sales
0: board. Welcome to the board. Because
1: right, right. yeah. that because that was my value. It was great to make money too, but that was my value.
0: Yeah, this is who I am. Here's my business card. Yeah, even right? in my I'm, relationship, my marriage, I really thought my only role was to provide money for my wife my daughter and, and my stepdaughter. And as a result, I was so busy. And honestly, I think she felt the same way. And what happened was I just became an ATM machine and the relationship, you know, was spoiled. And it's nothing about her. She's, she's a very good person. We're both good people. But if you don't put work in, again, every action is an equal reaction. So if your action is, hey, I'm put, taking energy and putting it here, you're gonna get that back from there, but you're not gonna get the place you get. But yeah. energy
1: and I And I believe the reciprocal action that we just talked about there applies to the fifth choice with giving and receiving love. And and I wanna be clear, I, what I'm not talking about is love the emotion that is not a choice. You know, when my kids were born, yeah. I didn't choose to love them. No. It was like, oh yeah, my God, boom. like yeah. I didn't even know this feeling existed, know, you know? Really cool. Oh, I, I mean, it's beyond I an know. experience of, of having a child or having a child is beyond the experience of anything I could imagine. But love as a choice manifests itself in different ways for different people at different times. So I cannot say what that means to you and I can't say what it means to Gary and I can't say what it means to Joe. But what I find is sometimes the manifestation of giving love might be showing up with the intention of listening to that person in order to really understand what they think and why. To me that's a manifestation of giving love now if i show up just to listen to you so i can react to it oh yeah i'm gonna listen to ryan so that i can say my piece Mm -hmm. i would say that's not that's not loving (laughs) that's not. that's not giving you all of my love so some people might say kindness gratitude patience forgiveness But I also like to take it down to the most granular actions and steps that each of us can take every day in every interaction to make that choice come to life. It might be picking up the phone and calling someone, could be listening, could be forgiving, it could be giving feedback, whatever it is. And so finally I made that choice. And and I, I made that fifth choice after I was married and had kids. Wow. So it's not that I didn't love along the way. I did love along the way. But truly saying I'm not going to withhold and that I'm not going to guard.
0: Yeah, the guard is very.
1: That that is a choice that I have to make every day, every day. And sometimes I really mess it up.
0: I do. I, there are times, and that's caused a lot of problems in my life, where I was too defensive, too afraid. Yes,
1: yes. And 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 you said something earlier. So you are such a giver. Like you have given me already your time, your your friends, your thought, your ear. But you have a hard time receiving. Yeah. yeah. And that's why what I'm saying is it's not just the giving of love, but it's it's choosing to receive it too.
0: Yeah, I just got anxiety. You said that because I, I do. I have a very hard time. I think. Um, for a long time, I had self-esteem issues, you know, being abused as a kid that causes that. And then in certain situations in my life, you know, people have maybe put you down and made you feel less than. And just recently, I've been built back up um, through me being open to it. song like I've done it myself. It's probably stuff I've been getting for feedback over the last 10 years. But at one point in my life, I had it. Then um, I didn't. But the last couple of months, I'm accepting the love from people in my life. There's a lot of men in my life that really... and. Um, it's beautiful i'll tell you it's it's incredible like when people can love you when you don't love yourself because you know i'm, I'm going through some real life stuff you know what i well, let's be honest real life shit i'm going yeah, through real life shit. Right. and um and you know what when i feel that love not only am i able to start loving myself again, but i'm able to do loving things and not be crabby towards the, any individual that might be bumping heads with you totally. know what? that's important to me i'll tell you i think well first of all where do people find you i mean what oh my gosh so uh let first
1: time you can literally you. call me anytime well but, i know but i want to plug yeah. you because i want people to I say think hey, people like- could call me anytime so i think the e- easiest thing if you want to learn more about uh my inspirational focus what ryan was saying with the personal and team development is just trish t-r-i-s-h kendall k-e-n-d-a-l-l.com what number phone number three one two six one eight six, nine, four, three. And of course you can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram. Chi-Tel? It is Chai Town. My ex
0: was a trader out there. A girl I used to date was an options trader in Chai Town. Oh my God.
1: Well, yeah. So, so I spent 25 years in Chicago, met Joe, yeah, had kids, Chicago. all that. And then we moved here oh, to his the hometown.
0: Um, yeah. Welcome to Boston. <laughs> so one other thing I want to touch on, we really didn't push this enough, but I really think it's important is um, this is an incredible inspirational story. And, and what you do is amazing. I think that what people need to know, my opinion is, you know, her specialty, I think one of them stronger than the other because I just think is who you are. But one thing that Trisha's excellent at is she works with teams, a lot of times insurance companies or, um, you know, things like that I'll call, bring her in to help coach, you know, the training and maybe get more out of them and helping them to have a better community. Am I saying that properly? Yeah, right. And also does keynote speeches where you can bring Trish in, and she will talk to your team on a you know on a corporate event like the one that was down on that island. That'll one inspire, motivate, and also unlike most speakers, that they have boom, boom. She'll stay there and handle questions and, and, and help people. I've, I've seen it with my own eyes. I know that's what she does. And in my opinion, uh, she won't put, put this out there, but um, hiring her for one-on-one coaching might be one of the best decisions somebody can make. I, I, You're awesome. You may not know it. May, you may not see it in yourself, but I see it, so I'm going to put it out there. Uh, she didn't have that business, so, no. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> so she now.
1: now I do. She did, but now no. it was never promoted. Now it is. So, um, you know, TrishKendall.com, just an
0: incredible person. She's an incredible person. I mean, she's just awesome. Thanks, Ryan. You rock.